You know, there's only one time in the entire New Testament where God the Father speaks from heaven in an audible voice quoting an Old Testament scripture. That Old Testament scripture was in the passage that we looked at this last Lord's Day on worship here at McGregor Baptist Church. And it's the same passage we're gonna spend a few minutes looking at right now. Welcome, I'm Pastor Russell Howard, and this is Beyond the Notes. Psalm 2 is full of references to the Messiah. The word anointed in Psalm 2 verse 2 is the word Messiah. And in Psalm 2-7, a remarkable thing is unveiled for the clearest of times in the Old Testament, the relationship within the Trinity between God the Father and God the Son, the explicit labeling of God the Father and God the Son. As the Word of God says, the Lord said to me, you are my son, and I have begotten you. That verse, Psalm 2-7, is, is referenced by God the Father when he speaks out loud to Jesus at the baptism of Jesus. It's, it's uh, referred to, alluded to, in all three of the so-called synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it's, uh, it's not covered in John because John doesn't give us a detailed examination of the specific baptism of Jesus. But let me look at the one in Matthew. And by the way, by now you've noticed we did interrupt our study of John's gospel this Sunday at McGregor. And thus this particular episode of Beyond the Notes doesn't deal directly with the gospel of John, but with this truth that grows out of Psalm 2. And I want to encourage you, catch the whole message on Psalm 2 on the McGregor podcast this week. At any rate... When Jesus was baptized, behold, and this is Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, and behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. This is my beloved son, a absolute shout out to Psalm 2, 7. So God the Father takes that verse that refers to Jesus as the eternal son of God and brings it into this, this nucleus idea that the New Testament goes on and fully fleshes out regarding the eternal sonship of Jesus Christ. He is as much God as though he were not man at all, and of course, as much man as though he were not God at all, but he has a unique relationship within the Trinity as being the only begotten, that is the only naturally connected son of the Father. You and I, have the privilege, if we're in Christ, of being adopted children of God, but he is the, uh, the fully connected Son of God. There are three other times in the New Testament that this Psalm 2-7 is quoted, and it's always quoted in the context of the, of the magnificence of the, the deity and significance of Christ. In Acts 13, verse 33, in the context of this a marvelous sermon, it's the, it's the longest recorded sermon by the Apostle Paul in the book of Acts, uh, the sermon at Pisidian Antioch. And in the course of that sermon, uh, Paul is preaching and he says, verse 32, uh, Acts 13, verse 32, and we bring you the good news that what God promised to the fathers, this he has fulfilled to us in their children by raising Jesus as also 
It is written in the second Psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Again, he quotes Psalm 2-7 in connection with the sonship of Jesus Christ to God the Father as demonstrated in the resurrection. The book of Hebrews does it twice. In Hebrews 1, verse 5 and verse 6, it is tied together with the sonship of Christ at the time of his birth. Hebrews 1, 5 says, For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have begotten you, or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. So in connection to the superiority of Christ compared to all things in creation, even the angels, even at his birth as an infant, he shows up as God the Son in a way that harkens back again to Psalm 2. So in his, in his resurrection, he is shown to be God the Son. At his baptism, he is shown to be God the Son. At his birth, he is shown to be God the Son. And then in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 5, the Word of God says, So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. Yet another quotation of Psalm 2-7, demonstrating Jesus in his priestly role as he stands as the intermediary before God the Father on behalf of those whom he has saved. So in this, in this germ of an idea, in Psalm, chapter, in Psalm 2, verse 7, that he is, he is the Son of God, we see it fully blooming in the New Testament at his baptism, with reference to his birth, with reference to his resurrection, and with reference to his ongoing priesthood as he stands before the Father on our behalf, he is God the Son. And you know, you and I need him to come, and we need him to die and rise again, and we need him to stand as a priesthood. And I'm so glad that when he does stand before the Father, he doesn't stand before the Father as a stranger. He stands before the Father on our behalf as a much beloved son. Hey, I hope by now you've liked or subscribed to these podcasts. I hope you're listening to the other McGregor, McGregor podcasts as well. It is certainly our joy to be sharing these thoughts from God's word with you. So God bless you and good day. <laughs>